so we're sitting over at uh, Iron Age. It's like, hey, um, great place. Love Shout that. out I Iron Age. Absolutely. Shout out absolutely. Iron Age. Yeah. If you want yeah. us to record over there, you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One free dinner meal per family is totally fine for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. But you know, next I'm, week we have all Iron Age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. But I'm having that exact conversation with her yesterday, right? And, um, because she's getting ready to go off to college soon. Mm. You know, um, how do you feel about that? Scary. Or? Yeah. I mean, a little bit, but at the same time, it's like. We've raised her the best that we can, mm-hmm. and she's going to end up living the lifestyle that she wants to live regardless. So I I could be as frustrated as I want, but she's still going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what that's I mean? True. So you I love only, that answer. Yeah. 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 No, that's a, yeah. It's, you know, it's so you, you can only hope that you raise them, you know, the best way and that if they ever need anything, they're comfortable enough to come to you. So, yes. Yeah. You know. Okay. <laughs> I hope I can say the same, but man. Yeah. I, man. I know. It, I got three girls, man. It's tough, I'm like, you ain't going nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> Trust me. The, the dating phase and all that stuff, man, is like, ugh. Like, you're not allowed to date until you're a junior. I, I straight told her, it's like, hey, I would rather you don't date until you're a junior. That way you can see everybody else going through these phases of relationships, that first heartbreak, mm. you know, where they say that, oh, I love you as a freshman. Like, you don't know what love is, you know. Mm. And then uh, you see the heartbreak and then how they go about rebounding and such. Yeah. I want you to be able to see all this stuff for yourself. That way, you know, when you <laughs> actually experience it, you know what it's going to end up happening. Yeah. You know, so I, I told love her, that. you know, junior year. I want to know yeah. what love is. <laughs> I want you to show. <laughs> yeah. No, You're man. lucky I know the song. You're lucky <laughs> I know the song. You, oh, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, man. All right. No, man. Brian but, got it. Brian yeah. So I told him, like, you know, junior year, you can date. Um, and at that point, I feel a little bit more comfortable because, you know, your GPA will already pretty much be established. Um, you'll have a, a sense of direction and what it is that you might want to do um, and then by that time you're already seeing other people having experienced all these things so mm. after you know you see all that stuff we can go about talking through like hey this is what you might be experiencing when the time comes um, and yesterday was like the first time that she legit opened up to me she's like do you have a boyfriend it's like no I'm like of course I'm like, come on you don't have to lie to me you know if you have a boyfriend I'd rather that you just told me you know, that way I could tell you, like, hey, this is what might end up coming in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, well, I don't have a boyfriend, but when I do have a boyfriend, I'll definitely let you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. You know, so just having that little baby step with her. Like, okay, so what do you think about your relationship? If, you know, modern-day relationship, modern-day love is completely different from what it was that I experienced when I was in love, right, correct. back in high school. Correct. Which, correct. which never happened. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, man. There's a, there's a backstory to this. Yeah, yeah exactly. All man. the girls oh, he was man. with in high school, exactly. they all like, what? Yeah. what? You talking about? It was all lies. <laughs> it was a whole yeah. dream. Radical truth. Yeah. Radical truth. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I never yeah. loved y'all. <laughs> you know what it was. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the, the modern day love is completely different from what. My definition of love was back then, which is why I say I never loved any of my girlfriends in the past, right? Oof. Um, Oof, you just broke some hearts. Right, man. Mm. It is what it is. Yeah, you broke some hearts. Yeah. Yeah. He only every, has one girl yeah. to impress now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, every dog has a thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know. But um yeah. the the definition of love now is completely different where when you said, you know, it's this quick thing. Yeah. Um, you know, after not even a month, people are usually getting, you know, sexually active and such now. Um, 
Yeah. So, you know, uh, the, the love is a lot different than what we experienced, you know, in the past. And I think that yeah. as a result of the traumas and whatnot that we might have had, uh, we pass that down to the, the next generation. And now they're seeking what they think is love, mm. but it's more so just like a lust um, type yes. deal. So, you know, Ooh. they're going through these things and they're being heartbroken. And then you, uh, you hear about all these stars and such that have, you know, multiple partners and so on. And now the kids are, you know, trying to emulate that because now, you know, they think that that's the norm. Yeah. How do you guys go about navigating that kind of stuff? You guys have young daughters, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not really like a concern. It's right usually now. more like time out or, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't stick that up your nose. You'll see. Exactly. Why? You know? Why? Because exactly. I love you. Yeah, exactly. Because you I really know? love you. Yeah, but, you know, they come back from school, you know, one day it's like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend is like, wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, rewind. rewind boyfriend you don't have any boyfriends trust me <laughs> yeah. you ever, you ever yeah. seen that scene from bad boys 2 oh, oh yeah that yeah. is my favorite <laughs> yeah. movie hey. when that date comes i will hit you boys up and we're gonna we're gonna open yeah. whenever we're gonna open you? Run. <laughs> yeah. you at least 30 years yeah. yeah, exactly <laughs> you ever been with a man yeah exactly you want to <laughs> <laughs> exactly. oh that's awesome. i'm going back <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. Yeah, I know. That's know? It, when Lana's at that age and she, you know, brings a boy home. Like that's where I'm like, man. I remember, you know, not to cut you off, bro, but I remember when my sister brought home her first uh, boyfriend. How old? She was, I think, a sophomore in high school. Mm. I think she was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, sophomore freshman, one of those. It, it's real blurry. It's one. Of, I know she was early in high school. Um, so she. She brings him home, and then uh, I, I'm I'm in college. My brother MJ and I were playing video games in in my room. They were playing like Madden or something. And then my sister brings it brings in this dude, and we knew he was coming. We're like, oh, cool, cool, all right, cool. Like we're kind of like looking at him, like start polishing the gun. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's cool, all right, cool. I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, MJ and I look at each other, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait till Papa comes in here. Like, oh, <laughs> he's gonna give it to this dude. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's gonna be crazy. And then MJ and I like smirking at each other, like, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. So we, him and I continue to play uh, Madden. Uh, dude sitting like on the ground, just watching us. And we were chopping it up with him. He's cool. Wow, you guys are sitting on the couch. Like, no, no, uh-uh. no. You sit you on the floor, there. homie. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you don't, yeah, you, you don't sit on the that. ground. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta work your way up. No, somebody's sitting there. There's somebody sitting there. That's Jesus. Jesus is watching you always. Yeah. Jesus got next. Yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so he's watching us play Madden. And then my dad walks in. Bro. Okay. So my dad walks in. And he, when he walks into the door, like you're not gonna, you obviously can't see this when you're listening to the podcast. But my dad walks into the doorway, just steps, takes one step, he just stares the kid down for like 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. Not said, he did not say a word. And then MJ and I were both smiling, and then we're like, oh, shit, he's serious. Yeah. So he just stared at him like this. Dude, it was the most awkward thing. We're like, <laughs> Oh damn! Yeah. It is on. He, he might die today. He might. Yeah. No, seriously, dude. Yeah. The guy, the kid, was so scared. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then after thirty seconds, my dad, my dad was like, "Hey!" And then he shook his head. And then, like after that, we we're all like, "Oh god!" 
Attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, like, like, dude, even MJ and I were like, yo. That's a little Hershey's kiss fell out. But that's what I imagine I would be when, when Lana's at, at that age. We're like, yeah, like. Uh, it's legit, man. But at the same time, I think that when mine started dating, it was like one of those things that when I had first, when I had my first girlfriend, I was a freshman in high school. Like my, my first legit girlfriend, right? Well, the uh, past weren't legit. They were just not love. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eyes. Yeah, it's exactly. the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, mm. man. You know, so, man, when I showed up at my first girlfriend's house and her, her dad was like, this fool was like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, like. Almost 300 pounds. Muscle or? A little bit of both. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Like, he was built, like, upper body-wise, but then he had, like, that pregnant guy. That he got that grown man strength. That's yeah, that grown man strength. Exactly. You know, so when I rolled over there, uh, the experience that I had with him kind of, like, set the tone for me. You mean when you biked over there? You were- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got dropped where, off. Where you, I got dropped off. Where, where yeah. should I park this? Where should I park this? <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> Don't touch exactly. the basket. Don't touch the basket. <laughs> exactly, you know. But, man, when, when I got over there, you know, mm-hmm. he kind of received with me with open arms, which was kind of surprising, mm. right? So um, he's like, hey, you know, all I expect is that you treat my daughter with respect. You know, and in the event that you guys have any disagreements, you know, don't put your hands on it. It's like, oh, I would never do something like that. I was like, okay, yeah. Do you like sports? I was like, yeah, I actually play football. Like, oh, okay. You're my type of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can take my daughter into the back room. Just leave the door open. It's like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're back there watching a the movie, and every now and then her mom was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're still good. And dad was like, hey, everything good over here? Like, yeah. We're not even sitting next to each other at this point. We're like, cushion. Cushion in between and another cushion. (laughs) Every time that somebody would come up, you know. That's funny. But um, I think that that experience kind of set me up for, you know, how I was supposed to be going about the whole dating scene, right? Mm. Because I thought that I was going to be like the complete opposite, you know. uh, Flip of the switch. I was like, oh, no, you are not coming in here. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, that can happen. If, uh, you know, the person. How nervous were you rolling up to the house? Oh, dog, I was scared shitless. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Mm-hmm. My anal sphincters were, you know, clenched, <laughs> you know, to max, you know. When he gets off the bike, the bike's exactly. still moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because the first person that came to the door was the dad. Oh, and I was like, oh man, how do I go about navigating this thing? Hello, sir. And I think that, you know, just that. Here's your newspaper. Exactly. You know? Walk away. <laughs> Walk away. Yeah. You know? It's but Sunday. There's no newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I took the next door neighbor's newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I lied. I just got nervous. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know? But um, off of that experience, I was like, okay, you know, it's, it's okay to be cool, you know, mm. but the person needs to present themselves, you know, in a good manner yeah. to where, you know, okay, I can let this person take my daughter out and I don't have to worry about anything crazy happening. Right, right, right. You know, because overall, I think that everybody's concerned about their daughter's, you know, safety. Uh, moms are a little bit more lenient because they know how dads can be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my dad didn't want me to date and, you know, he was restricting me from doing all these things. So then they go the complete opposite direction and allow the, the daughter to go about doing everything they want, mm. right? But then the dad's like, I know how boys are. I was a boy, you know? Mm. Yeah, you know? So, oh, you were, sir? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, I went through this. Yeah, so I guess that experience was kind of like what set me up. Yeah. Not that long ago, we had a little incident, right? Try to sneak out of the house. Mm. And it told me that she was going to be hanging out with a female friend, and she popped up with a little boy. And I knew the kid, mm. right? 
But, you know, I rolled up on her. I was like, hey, uh, what's going on? Because they were just sitting in the parking lot of a dang train station, like, playing on their phones. I guess the kid was, like, trying to collect a Pokemon from Pokemon Go or whatever. Mm. Can, I, can I pause you for a hot second? Yeah. How'd you know? That oh, yeah. That, 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 and how'd you find that? That's them? exactly okay. what I was thinking, yeah. too. I'm like, there's a backstory to this. I got to hear. I turned on her location. <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. I sent it to myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I just deleted it. That way she didn't know that it was on there. Oh, uh, shoot. Hey, man. Hey, make sure you don't send it. Don't, don't, don't send her this episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, man. But um, I told her, you know, this is one of the stipulations for you having a phone on my plan. I need to be able to know where you are. That way, if something happens to you, I can come and find you. She said, okay, cool. So she lied to me and said, hey, I'm going to be hanging out with one of my friends. Popped up with this boy. I rolled up on him, and she, like, ducked into the back seat. Like, hey, man, um, you know, one of your tires is a little bit flat. And the kid is, like, shaking. He's like, uh, hey, man, have, have you seen my daughter? It's like, uh, no, no. Shaking, legit, like, on the steering wheel. No. Like a cop just pulled him well, over, so you, you know? so you, so, okay, let me just paint the scene here. So you, you find them in the parking lot of a train station. Yep. You park elsewhere and you walk up to the car. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, got you. Got absolutely. You. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she yeah. saw me walking up, so then yeah, she ducked into the back yeah. seat. What time knowing. is it? What time yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's like noon. One oh, o'clock in oh, the afternoon. What? Yeah, you know, so it, it's nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it, I was imagining it was like midnight. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. not, you know, because I, I actually gave her permission to leave the house, but yeah. to hang out with somebody else that I thought that she was going to be hanging out so with. So what tipped you off that you needed to go check up on her? So I called her, and Spidey I sense. guess I, like, rolled past, and she saw the truck. So she's like, oh, okay. And she hung up on me. Okay, weird. Called her again. Same thing. Then I called her friend. I said, hey, are you hanging out with her? She's oh. like, I, no, I haven't seen her or talked to her all day. Like, oh, okay, very well. So I send her a text like, hey, you better answer this phone right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I rolled up on the kid's window, and everything just started going south from there. You know, the kid lied to me. And um, Brad's like, what? What's that smell, yeah. boy? So it's like exactly. dookie in fear. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. So, you know, I, I rolled away after I said, hey, man, your tire's a little flat. Because, of course, she had ducked into the back seat. And on all modern-day vehicles now, the back seat windows are, like, slightly tinted. Mm-hmm. So you can't really see them. So um, I drive away, and then I text her, like, hey, you better call me right now. And then uh, she sends me a text message back responding to one of my previous text messages. And said, um, I called her. I was like, hey, where are you? Uh, I'm hanging out with my friend. Uh, it's a boy. I said, like, why didn't you just tell me that? You know, I know this kid. Why are you lying to me about this kind of stuff? Mm. I said, well, I didn't think that you were going to let me hang out with him. I was like, the answer is always going to be no if you don't ask, you know? Mm. Um, so mm. with that, I got over there, and she was already outside of the car waiting for me. And then she started, oh, Dad, I'm, I'm so sorry. I like, hey, stop. Get into the truck. And then I walked up to the kid. I was like, hey, man, I don't appreciate the fact that you lied to me. And the kid was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, hey, stop. Just listen. In the event that you're dating somebody or, you know, otherwise, you, you have somebody's daughter with you. You need to understand that the only thing that I'm worried about is safety. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know what you guys are doing. You know, um, hopefully it's nothing too crazy. Um, but I'm only worried about her safety right now. Mm. And the fact that you were willing to lie to me. You know, in this first encounter that we had, uh, I don't appreciate it. I didn't talk bad about it or anything like that, but I just let them know, don't, don't do that again. Future relationships, you don't want the person that uh, you're dating's parents to think less of you just off of this one instance. Mm. You know, so mm. just be honest. 
if good. you know she's sitting right next to you, she ducked into the back, like, yeah, she's in the back seat or whatever. I was like, okay, get out. And then we can carry on. I was like, well, do you want to hear the story? Don't care to hear the story. Mm. Just go ahead and get out of here, man. And then, you know, Damn. pull the little one into the truck. I was like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm mad. Yeah, but I'm more so disappointed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, had to have that conversation, man. It was interesting. Yeah, because I think that she thought that I was gonna like snap on her, which I felt like I was. Yeah, because yeah. I got back into the truck and I was like shaking, yeah, yeah. Mm, so pissed, you know. And I'm biting my tongue at this point. It's like oh, I, I have so many things that I want to say, but let me not say them right now because it's not gonna be coming out with love. Mm. Ooh, love that. That's yeah, good. Love it. You know, that's good. So you then, went about that situation extremely <laughs> yeah, well. Seriously, yeah, like, yeah, like, like you, you get an A plus. Yeah, from the me. fact that you even talked to the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you, you coached I mean? him, and yeah, you were yeah, like, you hey, right there this the is not station. even like me yeah. getting my emotions out. Now yeah. I'm like telling you for the future. Yep. With your next relationship, exactly. with the, the the next parents of the woman that you think that you want to be with, that yep. you might want to spend the rest of your life with, yep. like exactly that was golden, man. Exactly, yeah. golden. It's a respect thing, yeah. you know. So, Absolutely you golden. Know, and how old is he? Uh, they got to be right around the same age, seventeen. So you're talking. I mean, yeah, he's, he's pretty grown, but yeah, you're yeah, talking to him exactly. like he's a grown man. Yeah, you know? exactly. like you're not talking you know? to him like he's a kid. Exactly. You're, like you're. That, that might be great. one of the few times he was exactly. ever talked to like that. Exactly. That you know, perfect. and then after Brian closed the door, he's like, "Oh yeah." Your other three tires are flat too. <laughs> because yeah. I still because he's yeah. like with a yeah. knife. Yeah, man. But I'm telling you, like when I walked away from that situation, I was like, man, I have grown a lot, mm-hmm. right? Because the first time that I found out that my little one had a boyfriend, it was like, oh no, what, mm. what the hell is going on with this? We are not doing this, you know. And I was over the top. I'm not gonna lie to you. Really? And then, you know, just seeing the interaction and whatnot that we ended up having post that, um, I was like, you know, I, I don't want that to, you know, be the situation. So I sat her down and I talked to her. I was like, hey, you know, you're getting older now. And there's no need for you to go about lying to me. This is the lifestyle that you want to live. Live it. You know, I can only do so much. What I want you to understand is I'm trying to protect you from the things that, you know, you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, give you that guidance to where you might be able to navigate those waters whenever you encounter them. And um, she said, "Well, I can appreciate that, um, but I need to be able to go about making my own mistakes." I said, "You can make all your, the mistakes that you want, but don't let it be one of those mistakes that you're not going to be able to recover from." Mm. You know, um, so, life-altering mistakes. You know, so you give them the space to go about messing up, sure, mm. but how much space do you really give them? And it's tough, man. I, Having the young daughters and such, you know, you can kind of see the personality start to come out, and it's like, oh, I might have to worry about that one. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know? Um, she she loves to talk to the boys on the playground and such right now, mm. and um, you know, you see that, and then you go into that protector mode where it's like she is not going to be allowed to talk to anybody up until she is graduated from high school in college, and that's not what you want, you know, because that, in my experience, at least, all those that were like trapped in the house for their entirety of the high school career and such. They go out to college and they don't know how to interact with people. And they the first they go wild. wild. They Dude, go wild. Yeah. I'm telling you. And that, that's the thing, you know, I'm trying to shield her from because I know what that looks like. I know the signs and symptoms and I don't want that to be you. Yeah. You know, the, the first interaction that you have with somebody is, you know, going to a college party and, you know, meanwhile, I'm trying to school her up like, hey, people do spike drinks and all this other craziness, you know talking to her about this kind of stuff now that way she has like somewhat of an expectation when she goes out yeah not for her to fear the world you know but i mean but actually know what's in it Mm -hmm. um so talking to her about all these things and 
she's kind of giving me some better feedback now where initially just, I don't want to talk about this kind of stuff like look you're gonna go off to college and you're probably sure gonna, she's thinking about it too yeah exactly sure. you know but you know trying to build up her self-esteem as well you know? mm, it's, mm. it's kind of hard to be able to do that kind of stuff man but it's like look you know you're a beautiful woman you know and um, when you go off to college you need to understand that a lot of times people are not looking for serious relationships especially in those early years of college they're just looking to have fun you know so um, what you need to recognize is the signs and symptoms of a good person if you're not able to see good characters in the individual that you're dealing with right now, more than likely it's only going to get worse because the lies and whatnot, they just become more detailed, mm -hmm. you know, the older that you get and such. So you need to be able to spot what a good character uh, looks like. Um, and I told her, you know, the fact that you were hanging out with this, this boy, I've met him before, mm -hmm. and you felt the need to go about lying to me about who it was that you were hanging out with, to me that speaks volumes about the kid's character because you're telling me that... Mm. I can't trust him enough to say, hey, uh, I'm hanging out with such and such. Damn. You know, and maybe she wasn't thinking about it like that. And I don't think that she was. Right. But the person that she told me, hey, I'm hanging out with this person. I ended up having to go back to her and say, hey, I think that you owe that person an apology. Because if something would have happened to her, you didn't show up on time. And now I'm calling the police and I'm like, hey, this was the last location that I knew that she was supposed to be at. And now they're going over to, you know, this person's house and they're tearing it upside down, you know, looking for you. Uh, and they said, we haven't seen this person all day. And they're telling the truth. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? So now I'm tarnishing this person's name just because this is where I think you are. Mm. You know, so do me a favor and do yourself a favor. You know, when it comes to you hanging out with somebody, you don't have to lie. You know, just be straight up like, hey, this is uh, who I'm hanging out with. This is what we're going to be doing. Because you don't want to be that person that ends up in a ditch or something like that on the side of the road. Nobody knows where you are sure, just because, yeah. you know, you didn't think to, you know, tell the truth to the people that are supposed to be loving on you. Right, yeah, right. You know, and, you know it's, it's a, a morbid thought, man, but it's, it's sad that we end up having to go about having those kind of conversations, especially with young females. Yeah, totally agree. And I, I find it so interesting that the same conversations and the same worries that we have with our kids are the same worries that God has with us. Exactly. Mm. And it, that's why, like, you know, there's all these rules put yeah. in place. You yeah. know, don't do this, don't do that, do yeah. this, do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and exactly. then we're just like, oh, why? You know? Exactly. <laughs> like, no. Exactly. It's, for yeah. your, it's for your own protection. Yeah. You know. And man. then here we are, like, in our, in our youths going mm -hmm. against our parents. Yep. But we also see that now as, as grown men and women also going against Heavenly Father. You yeah, know? exactly. You That's know, so good. Constant warring spirits, you know what I mean? So yeah. 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 it's tough, man. And I think that um, I like that you brought that back up, man, because uh, I think that one of the best examples of David being a lover was kind of when he was hiding out in that cave right after Saul mm. tried to kill him, you know, yeah. twice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's hiding out in that dang cave, man, and he's with, I want to say it was like, a hundred maybe people in that cave and now you know Saul knows that he's hiding in there so they're about to start pursuing him and um, Saul goes about you know questioning who was it that you know betrayed me uh, letting David get out of here and it was the priests that were having like the one-on-ones with them you know and uh, the priest had ended up conveying to Saul like hey um, this was not anything out of the normal. We've always, you know, talked to David in this fashion. Why is this any different? We, mm. we thought that it was okay. Right. Like, you knew that he was trying to leave. So then Saul ends up killing almost all the priests. Mm. And then all the people that were in a town, like Nab, I want to say it was, um, that was known to house the priests. 
there was one priest that got away and he fled to David in the cave. Um, and David had expressed, I want to say his name was Abimelech. Uh, I want to say, but, you know, in the cave, he was like, well, you know, Saul is pursuing me as well. And if we ever go back there, we're more than likely going to die. But Abimelech had expressed to David, you know, Saul had went about killing all of the Lord's priests. And I'm not sure if David was like upset in that moment or what. He's like, man, you know, I need to protect this dude. So loving on him in that fashion, like, I I am not going to let anything happen to him. You know, Mm -hmm. this person has been faithful to me. You know, they've been praying on my behalf, so Mm -hmm. on and so forth, you know, for however long. I'm going to keep him safe or Mm -hmm. as safe as I can. And the same thing with a city that they ended up going into where they were able to hide out. It was like 300 of them in a neighboring city. I want to say it was like Kila. I'm not sure how you say it. Uh, But they were hiding out in this city. They had just saved them from the Philistines. And... um, they're hiding out amongst the people, and uh, David was asking you know, uh, the Lord, like, hey, if I stay here, are these people going to end up dying? Mm. He's like, yes. If you stay there, they will die. Okay. Um, if I stay here, will these people turn on me? Yes, they will turn on you. They will turn you over to your enemies. Okay, let me go ahead and get out of here. Mm. So, you know, in that fashion... He went about loving on them because if he had stayed there, all those people would have been killed. Mm. Right. So just thinking a little bit more above mm. yourself yeah. at times is loving on somebody in a fashion that maybe they weren't ready to receive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. That's really good. Yeah, man. You know, like that's a really good way to tie it all in. And you both did a really good job at it because this whole time, you know, a king is stewardship Mm. that's right right Mm -hmm. what are you doing with the things that you're presiding over Mm. right now Mm -hmm. right if you want more what are you doing with the stuff you got already Mm -hmm. because if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing with the stuff that you already got how do you expect god to give you any more Mm. you're already showing you're inadequate with the stuff that you got right now Mm. yeah so how are you growing it Mm. right and what's really man like it happened a couple times during this conversation in the middle of your stories. In my mind, I look at the king as like a, this business leader, this guy who is able to really, you know, my vision, my version of that king is like, it's it's like more like a business and in a monetary sense. But as you guys were talking and you as you were sharing your story, I'm like, that's a king right there. No, that was definitely a king move. That was like, I'm like, that is what it's about. Yeah. You know, and I, I had that epiphany as you were speaking. I'm like, dude, that I wrote it down on my notes. I said the real kings because mm. the, the version of the king was different for me. But then now when I started seeing I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like he was looking over his family. Mm-hmm. That right there is your kingdom. Mm-hmm. And not just trying to look for the betterment and the prospering of your family, but for this kid, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're planning, yes. you know, the the knowledge uh, the seat of knowledge into this kid's heart and saying, you know, this yeah. is a better way. Exactly. It's no. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Totally agree. King yeah. move. Because yeah, that's stewardship over it. Exactly. Yeah. Just like what you're saying. Like David has his responsibility over people. Yeah. And how are you? How are you serving right now? That that's a really good uh, question to position for the listeners and the viewers. Like, how are you taking care of the stuff that you're already looking over now? If you're a parent, how are you in your relationships with your kids? How are you stewarding? How are you um, 
you you had a really good definition of stewarding that when we talked about. Do you remember? How would you describe stewarding? Um, or stewardship? How would I describe stewardship? Um, it, it's based to me. It's basically you are overseeing the the lives and the hard work of the people around you yeah. right? that you are in charge a, of and responsible word. over to oversee and it. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're responsible. You're reaping the benefits, right? You're, mm. you're the visionary, you're the leadership, what have you. Mm. And you're responsible for these people's lives and everything that they're doing. So that's great if it's going out well. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's also, you're also responsible if it's not going well, mm-hmm. you know, and you've had to figure out why is yes. it you? Exactly. First of all, look at you. Is it you? Because you're the head, right? Exactly. You're the head honcho, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. reports to you. Exactly. And if it's not you, how do you go about it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have to go warrior and take a life? Mm-hmm. Or do you have to go warrior and know when not to take a life, Ooh. right? Exactly. Because. That's the gym. Like David, right? You were talking about the cave. Um, there was a, another instance when Saul had to go in there and he had to relieve himself in the cave, right? Yeah. And little did they know that David was hiding in the cave. Right behind him. Right behind him. <laughs> so what did David do, right? He wanted to make a point. But he's like, I'm not going to touch the anointed, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hurt Saul. Mm-hmm. And so he sneaks up behind him and he cuts a little piece of his cape off, right? He's a warrior, one of the best warriors that we know of. Mm-hmm. But he knew when not to take a life. Mm-hmm. And just like you in your example, in your story, you knew when to keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the time to, to bring the sword out. Yep. Now is not the time to cut with my tongue. Absolutely. Now is the time for me to sheathe my sword. Exactly. So... King move. Yeah, man. Warrior move. And in those moments, I think that we're really, you know, sowing for the next harvest, right? Because, you know, that kid, who knows what he's going to end up being over in his future. That's right. You know, but not potentially not having that mentorship previously uh, and now receiving it, he might be able to take this into his next lane and say, hey, you know, this is not the way that we go about doing things here. Yeah. We we can definitely go about doing better. Absolutely. This is what I expect and such. You know, so. That was really good, man. That was, that was legit. Like we said, that was a, such a king move. Because you not only solved the the challenge or the issue now, mm-hmm. but you actually set it up to be better resolved in the future. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's it, you said it earlier in this conversation. King is not just about to what's happening today, but how are you having that vision for the future? What's coming next? What a not just think one, maybe two steps, but what's three, four, five steps ahead. Yep. You may not be able to predict it exactly, but based off where God's leading you, based off like your knowledge and experience, what can we what 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 can we accurately guess yep. could happen next? Absolutely. Right. And the fact that you did that for this young man, uh I, I I'm willing to bet that that conversation is going to stick with him for a long time. Oh, yeah. It may not have hit as deep now, <laughs> yep. but when he finally has that opportunity to his his girlfriend or whoever, he, house he gets invited to next. Yep. Oh, when he becomes a dad. When yeah. he becomes a dad, Absolutely. he's like, man, there was Mr. Robertson. Man, yeah. he <laughs> he taught me a lesson I'll never forget. He shanked my tires. Exactly. He shanked my tires. <laughs> man, that was, that was the most expensive le- lesson I've ever had. <laughs> Yeah, right. man. Exactly. You know, Let's so see. that leadership initiative, vision, like, dude, like, as you were telling your story, I was like, dude. I'm telling you, man. But it, I think it's just after all the seasons that I've been through, right? Because had this happened two years ago, I would not have been able to get that kind of response. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? My creek was dry yeah. two years ago, you mm-hmm. know, but after getting into the word and whatnot, being able to hang out with other Christ minded people, um, 
you know, my creek started filling up a little bit. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I don't necessarily have to go about every situation, you know, ready to, you know, fight somebody or something like that. Because I was mad enough to be able to put my hands on the kid, right? I was like, ah, let me slow down. You know, I can do better. Yeah. You know, type of situation. Thank God for so, that. Exactly. You know, that, that's such a good thing, man, because it, it's a blend of the warrior and the king when, when you're young. Like, let's say early 20s, you're hot-blooded. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. You're, you don't know any better. You exactly. don't know any better. Your, your your initial response is to let's fight and figure this out. Exactly. When you become a little bit more wise and you put a little couple years on, you have some wisdom. You're like, it's better not to fight you. Exactly. Like, there's a better. You know what I mean? Like right now, right now, right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's twelve now, o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> if this was at midnight, it'd be a different story. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he fell down the stairs. I don't know what happened. I, I found him that way. His legs turned this way. I don't exactly. Know how His kneecaps were just never there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what stairs? You're in a parking lot. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> man. You know, so it, it's like this: this ability to. It's important to know how to fight. And okay, was it? Uh, we just talked about this. Uh, Jordan Peterson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson. He was yeah. saying, "What are you saying about violence? Like it's 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 ha- it's important it, to be capable of violence." That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you go on that one? Like, so Jordan. So I love Jordan Peterson. Um, very wise man. Uh, but anywho, what he says is for it's in, very important for people, specifically men, to be capable of violence, yes. right? Because what society needs is someone who is strong, right? Capable of violence, but knows when to restrain it. Yes. What knows when to use it and Boom. when not to use it, mm. right? Because the other side is that of that is that you have a weak individual or a weak man that is not capable of violence, cannot save the child or you know his wife and or can't himself, stand up for himself mm-hmm. or can't stand up for whatever is important in life and what have you and that's a really sad situation to be in because you might your heart might be in the right place but your physically yeah. yeah your ability is not there but yeah. then you have the opposite that's right then you have the 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 person who has no morals mm. and mm. is just weak-minded and also weak uh, yep. physically, right? Absolutely. And that being that way is just a miserable way to live your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or the uh, you're, when you're young, you're capable of violence, but you don't have the wisdom to use it properly. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. You know, so it's. I think that's what makes this your your story of of you finding your daughter in that whole situation. It makes it so much more significant because you are a man capable of violence. Mm-hmm. Like we, I mean, us three here, let's just be honest, we all are. Mm-hmm. And to show that type of restraint and that wisdom in that. And like you said, if a couple of years before, if, if that had happened, you may have responded differently. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that I look at now that how I respond today as we speak. Like, yeah, I would not have responded to like like that five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like hot-blooded, like, let's go, you yeah. know? This is a perfect example of what meek actually means, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people think that meek just means quiet and reserved and can't stand up for... It's it's the second or, or third example I gave, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, 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 the good man that's weak physically, right? Mm-hmm. Or the the morally incapable person and also physically that that's what people think of as meek mm-hmm. right just quiet and can't doesn't say anything but really if you look at the greek word for meek in the bible it means uh strength under control 
Mm. Right. Mm. So you were capable of destroying the the whole situation if you wanted to. Exactly. But you had the self-control. You had the strength and the dominion over yourself mm. to be meek, right? Exactly. I'm capable of great violence. I could destroy this entire situation for better or probably most likely for worse, right? Exactly. But I'm choosing not to. Mm. I'm going to be meek. Exactly. Right? You held your tongue. You put mm. your hands in your pocket. Yep. You spoke with truth calmly. Exactly. That's, that's the perfect example of being meek. Yeah. You know, a lot of people get that confused. Oh, meek. Oh, that guy's meek. You wish that guy was meek. Yep. Right? Or that guy wishes he was meek. You exactly. Know what I mean? mm. Exactly. Man. That's so good. I didn't know that. Strength under control. That's such a great, 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 yeah, great uh, description for the word meek. Yeah. It is, man. I heard a, a great uh, example of it. Uh, imagine a horse, right? A horse, it's way stronger than you. It's way faster than you. One kick of that horse and that's it. Mm -hmm. You're gone, you know? Mm -hmm. You put reins on a horse and you put a saddle on a horse and you ride a horse. Is that horse any less strong? No, can that can that horse kick you off of its back if it wanted to? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, did it lose any of its strength, no. any of its speed, any of its muscle? No, it's still capable of great violence. Mm -hmm. It could still do away with you if it wished, but it chooses not to. Mm. Right? It's filthy. So all of our strength needs to be tied in oh, the reins of our life, the reins of our strength. The ca our capable of violence needs to be reined in by God. Ooh. I'm telling you, man. What? It's legit. Oh, tie it. Mm. Yeah, Stop man. fingers for that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. I remember it being so difficult to be able to do that, man. I used to be, like, yeah. so hot-blooded. Like, yeah. even with my wife, at times, like, she says something, ah! Yeah. yeah. And then I just have to bounce, you know, mm. let me get away from here for a little bit. Yeah. And then I'll be able to come back within, like, five or six hours. And it's, okay. Maybe not say anything for a little bit. And then broach the topic or whatever, but you know now it's a lot easier. To, uh, it's not worth it. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of arguing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm, I'm tired of feeling you know upset. Yeah. You know? Let let me take a step back and actually evaluate the situation for what it is. What do they mean by this? Yeah. You know, so that's a different perspective, I guess, and that's just by hanging out with more you know spiritually mature and just really, uh, I guess, age wise mature people. Yeah, you know. It comes in time, you know. Yeah, hopefully. Like it, but <laughs> hopefully, that's true. Hopefully, Ho you also got to be, you got to seek it as well. Yeah, you have to want. You have to want it to be. You'd like, like you said, you know, a couple of years ago, you couldn't do that, but okay. now you're like, is this worth it? Exactly. You know, it takes some critical thinking. It takes right. some desire to not want to be in that situation. It's like, all right, how can I navigate this better? Exactly. Five minutes. Leave exactly. Me alone. You know, because I bet something happened in those like. What could I have done better, right? Mm -hmm. Like something happened that was less than ideal mm -hmm. to now you're like, yeah, I don't want to make that mistake again. Exactly. And until you've made that mistake over and over again and that pain has become real and you're exactly. like, yeah, I actually don't want to do that again for real. Like let's – Exactly. Let, I got to learn from this. But if you're too stubborn to learn from your mistakes and you just keep – you know, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Yeah. 
You know, it, it, you you are young and hot blooded. That's one thing. But you're if you're like middle aged and hot blooded, that's another. If you're an old man and still hot blooded, <laughs> you haven't changed a bit. That's yeah. another thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's you refusing to change exactly. and seeing like, hey, it's everybody else's fault but me. Yeah. Exactly. And not I, being I, humble enough. Sorry. Exactly. Not being humble enough to realize that sometimes you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, or you could be wrong right now and you don't realize it. Yeah. And it's even harder to see that as we get older. Yeah. Because we're like, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Exactly. It's hard to break those old habits. Man. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. Mm-hmm. Especially with Jesus. Like, he can, he, can, he can change your heart. Exactly. And that, that is the thing that's like, wow. I'm glad you said that because a lot of people think that we can change people. Like, no. I can change Angelo. Exactly. I can change Brian. No. No. I can't do anything. Right? Exactly. Like, a lot of people go into relationships. And that's another thing. They go into mm. relationships thinking, oh, you know. I, I could do that. I, I could change that. You know, like a lot, especially I noticed this with women, right? Mm-hmm. Women think they can go into a relationship, go into a marriage and say, oh, you know, he does this a little bit too much or, oh, he says the lat only when he's angry or X, Y, Z, but I can change that, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. No. No. You, we can't change anything. We don't change people. Absolutely Only not. God can change people. Absolutely and not. even then, the person has to want it.